Welcome to the International Career Couples Podcast. This is your host, Kate Galloway. I work with expat couples who want to align and progress both their careers. I coach them as a team to understand and balance their personal and professional goals while living on the move. So I'm so pleased to welcome Jeremy and Natalia, who have been navigating their careers as an international career couple for quite a few assignments now. Their expatriate life has seen one or both of them in the United States, uh, Scotland, Australia, Denmark and France. They've lived apart, been married, moved together internationally, they've had babies, you name it, they have done it. Now we've been in each other's lives in various forms for over the past 12 years and I've been witness to their thoughtful and intelligent approach to life. Um, today's podcast is all about shared vision um, and I'm really, really excited to welcome Jeremy and Natalia so that they can share what they've learned along the way. How are you both? Wow, we're, we're great. What a beautiful introduction. I think I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Just it's, it's true. We have been in each other's lives for, for a while through a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, Kay. It's really great to come together and just talk about shared vision, which I mean, that vision is a reflection of our family life and, you know, what we do every day and how we kind of position our careers together. And so there's lots of fun things to talk about when you think about shared vision. Lovely. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I've always admired about you both, um, and this is like kind of from way back when I've met you when you were dating um, in Houston, um, is the kind of, I, I use the word thoughtfulness. I think it's the levels that you're able to view life on. So that kind of, you're from, um, from faith-based, your individual base, um, you as a family, your families and how you bring them together, but also your ability to helicopter up and see, I don't know, almost like your position in the world. Um, and even just as we were chatting before we started recording, just how you viewed what's going on in the world just now demonstrated that to me. So I thought you'd be the perfect people to, I don't know, shine a little bit of a light on how you can make this work for you when you decide to work internationally together. So with that in mind, could you tell me a little bit about your approach to your international yeah. careers? That's interesting because I think listening to you, thinking back to our dating life, it wasn't always a, an easy start with this shared vision. So we have a really good story when we were dating and I remember things were getting a bit more serious and I am a very big planner and I've always had a, you know, this is what I, this is what I want to do. I didn't necessarily have a, you know, 10, 20 year plan, but I, I kind of had some clear goals and, and objectives and how I wanted to get there. And um, I am dating this guy seriously. So I said, so what are your goals? What's your plan? Um, what's your ambition? What's your, what, what are your dreams? And your response. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely the hardest conversation we had ever had. Because actually, when she was having this thought, she was doing her first expatriation to, to France. And we dated long distance for two years at this time. And for me, I'm thinking, okay, I think I want to save up and propose and let's take this to the next step. And she blasts me with this, what are your dreams? Where are you going? If I'm going to follow you, what's your, where are we going? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I can't see into the future. I know that right now, I was studying to uh, become a CPA in the United States. 
and was, you know, excelling in my job at that time, which was great. And I knew that I wanted to be together, but I had no idea where we would be. And I couldn't see that. And so we ended the phone call with this really awkward um, kind of question unanswered. Yeah. And, and it was it was interesting because Jeremy, I guess, debriefed with, you know, with his friends and was like, oh, my gosh, I think this is this is it. I, I, I wasn't able to respond like and we're, you know, we're far away. And and I was thinking, really feeling challenged on, you know, do I have to have it all figured out? Is, is that a deal breaker for me? And what does that look like? And I think it was the first a, a bit of a turning point in our relationship where we said, OK, what? would it mean if we were to take our relationship more seriously and and start to build something together what would that start to look like and and so i think that's it was a turning point but in a and it was hard but also a very positive one for us as a couple because it, it helped us start some really important conversations that i think really you know helped our marriage um, and and the foundation from there and then then you proposed and, and at that point as well, I, I, I was a bit startled because I thought, well, we haven't figured that out yet. We were, we were having these discussions, but there was no answer. And so my initial reaction was, are we, are we ready? But don't we need to know like where we want to live? And this is actually mid-proposal. I'm on one knee with the <laughs> ring out and she's 30 seconds in like, but wait, what? we're not even in the same country. What are we going to do? Uh, you know, I'm like... Uh, so is that a yes or? <laughs> yeah. um, for, for, for the for the listeners, for the listeners as well, it was like an epic proposal. And we, we, you're in Costa Rica, weren't you? Or yeah. Um, yeah. Beautifully so thoughtful proposal. Right. <laughs> but the, so the proposal hadn't been in your plan, Natalia, right? That wasn't kind of in your linear idea of what was happening. That that wasn't quite there at the time. I just thought we would have more answers by the time we would be getting to the point of, you know, let's, let's get married and build a family. Like I thought maybe we would be, you know, living on the same continent or, you know, some basic things. Uh, so I was living in France at the moment and, you know, Jeremy didn't speak French and hadn't expressed any interest in, in moving to France at the time. So I think I had a lot more questions than I did, you know, a big, yes, like what you see in the movies. I was, I was like, I, you know, I, I know that I love you and I know that, you know, there's so many things that are so important for our family and the things that I want to build with you, but there are so many other questions that I have. And I think our relationship has actually thrived on exploring those questions together. And I had to to let go and to see that um, over time. So I did say yes. Um, it was a bit awkward because I had a lot of questions, but I did say yes. But I just in my own in my own non movie like way. <laughs> and I think for me, um, you know, as a person who grew up with a family that had just really never even traveled outside of the United States, and I myself had never traveled outside. I didn't speak multiple languages. Like Natalia, I grew up in a multinational home and went to university or major in a French language. And so there was a lot of things international in her life already. But for me, I was actually a little bit scared to move to a country where I didn't speak the language and was uh, not sure what that looked like, but I was willing because of our love to, for each other. I was willing to do that, but I think it's interesting, you know, and maybe it's faith or maybe it's just coincidence, but life after that commitment, when I proposed, life kind of had a way of kind of easing me into this. So 
after I proposed, Natalia got an offer to move to Australia with her company. And for me, I was like, yes, this is exactly where I should live. My first international assignment where I can still speak the language, I can find work straight away. And, you know, so for me, I was really very happy about this opportunity. It was far away from our family, but I was very excited to do this together for the first time and be like a family expat. And if I think about that, so just, just, you know, from an outsider's point of view, looking at the Australia assignment, what a huge growth experience for both of you professionally, because I guess, Jeremy, for you, that was the first time working abroad um, and really getting a foothold in, into your career. Um, and Natalia, you, you were kind of heading up the HR function for the first time, weren't you? And setting up a lot there, you became parents in that assignment as well. So just like massive, massive period of growth. What do you think? So from that point where you were um, kind of dating and you had all the questions to that point that you move on, what do you think you learned the most in terms of what a shared vision meant to you both? Yeah, I think in that time, I mean, we were starting a marriage together, right? So there was an element of, and, and for this reason, Perth will always hold a very near and dear place in our heart because we started our family life there. Um, so it meant, you know, learning to, to live together, learning to, to make decisions together, to build together. But also as we were going through this big growth spurt in, in our careers, sharing that together. Um, because we didn't have a whole, like we didn't know anybody in Australia. We had no friends, no family there, no connections. We literally, you know, it's it's a beautiful place to go, but that you still, you know, need all of your your social network around you. And we didn't have that. When we yeah, <clears throat> actually, um, we had planned this conversation, but I just thought about something that was really something we did early on and something we've done at every location. We, uh, when we first moved, to uh, the, the place we were living, we would take walks around the lake and just be like, wow, you know, this is a beautiful city, so beautiful. And we'd ask ourselves, why are we here? And it, of, of course they're like, well, you're here because the job asked you to move here and you're here for this work assignment. You're like, no, no, no. But we're here in this city, in this time. Why are we here? What are we gonna learn? What are we supposed to do in this city? While How are we here? gonna add value to the community? And this is something that unified us. We were here for more than just a work assignment. It's we're part of a, we're going to be part of a new community and how can we make a difference? What can we do to, you know, do something of impact while we're here? So I think that really helps start with the shared vision because you start again, asking yourself questions about more purpose and vision and what are you building for? What are you building towards? And you don't want to feel like a tumbleweed in the wind, just going from place to place with no, you know, no reason or purpose. You really want your experiences to build upon each other. And I think for us, yeah, that first assignment was really the foundation. And we started to say, okay, what are the things that we're going to make sure that we ask ourselves so that future assignments, it builds upon this. It's not necessarily a foundation or a link to a place. You know, it's like a lot of people are really, really connected to, to a particular city, to a community. And that's a beautiful thing. But I think you have to also think of how are you going to set roots and, and what is your family going to be built on uh, when you're moving from place to place? What does that look like? So 
uh, a lot of great conversations around that for us. Oh, so it, that seems to elevate the idea of shared vision. You know, it sort of takes them from what's our shared career um, visions to actually, well, wh why are we here and how do we, how do we bring that wherever we are? Yeah, I mean, I think there's so much in your job. You, you have to enjoy what you do, but you're bringing a part of yourself to, to, to work, right? So you want to be able to, you know, bring your strengths, bring your best self, but also you're building, you're learning from others and you're, you're sh sharing that with each other. So for us, especially when we're going through a big learning curve, um, I, I, I had, you know, Jeremy to share that with and, and you gave me so much helpful insight as well through all of that. So we're learning each other. So, um, so we've spoken about how that shared vision is elevated and you're living in Perth, you've thought about you know, what the reason is that you're there, what you want to bring to the community, you're both um, excelling in your careers by, by my memory, it, it was kind of going really well for both of you. And then as with all assignments, it's, it becomes so what happens next. So do you want to talk me through a little bit about how that happened for you? Yeah, so for me, I had this really exciting opportunity with to change my work. And this work came with a, an offer of permanent residency because we knew that uh, the, the contract we arrived on with Natalia's work was a temporary visa. And I felt like this was a once in a lifetime opportunity for me. It's something that I've done in my volunteer time and something I've prepared for professionally. It was kind of like my world's coming together. So I felt really good about this opportunity. But the thing is, you know, with this, there was an uncertainty where we were applying for a permanent visa and we weren't sure if we would get it. And if we don't get it, and I asked Natalia to leave her career, then, and I'm, and I'm not able to have this visa for our family, then it kind of felt like everything would fall apart. And so at the same time that I accepted this role, and felt like, you know, this is something I want to do. Let me go for it as long as we can. Natalia had a job offer in another country and we didn't want to take a risk to not receive this permanent residency. And we said yes to both. Yeah. That, yeah, how's we? Yeah, tell me about <laughs> saying yes to both. Ah. Uh, well, a lot of times we wondered, we, we, should, we needed to say no to one and yes to the other. And we kept going back and forth and back and forth and discussing on what criteria and what did we feel and, you know, what, what does that mean? And, you know, thinking about all the pros and cons and during scorecards, the whole thing. I mean, we, we tried it all to really be able to pick uh, what was the best decision for our family. Um, and because there was uncertainty, as there often is in international life, there just is no certain, you know, response. There is there's uncertainty. Um, we opted for, okay, how do we keep opportunity open um, and uh, be able to basically not have Jeremy lose this great, exciting opportunity for him because it was a big growth opportunity that, that he was, you know, really looking forward to, super excited about. Um, and at the same time for me, a growth opportunity and, and we felt, okay, can we handle if we could do both, what would that look like? And so we decided, yeah, I mean, we dated, you know, long distance for, for several years. 
we made that work. We saw each other every three months. We, you know, we had a schedule. Uh, throw into all of this, though, the fact that we had a baby. I mean, uh, you know, he was a toddler. He was 18 months when we started this. And we thought, okay, can we, that, that was fine because it was just the two of us. But now if we're in two different countries, how do we make that work with a toddler? Um, so that was a very difficult decision. Um, I didn't want Jeremy to have to, you know, say no to his opportunity. He, he wouldn't, you know, he didn't want me to have to say no to mine. And in that, we ended up saying yes to both and saying, it's okay, we'll make it work. Hardest season of our lives, for sure. Uh, we did make it work. Everything is possible. But for, I would say, yeah, it's what, a year and a half? Uh, in total, it was actually about six months where we were doing this weird long, like I would spend about six weeks in Australia. Then I would travel to Copenhagen for a two-week vacation. And we'd alternate with our son. So it was really, um, it got very difficult as our son got older and started to realize that I wasn't there or Natalia wasn't there. It was too hard. And so we knew that as soon as possible, and actually it just happened that we were preparing to have our second child. So whenever Natalia was ready for a maternity leave, it gave us another, I think it was like six or eight months where we were able to just be a family and live in Australia and get ready for the next opportunity. And actually, interestingly, um, we were able to receive the PR. <laughs> and so with the next assignment, it was, we have PR in Australia. Do we make the career change to, and a family change to make Australia our permanent home? And, or do we leave this, what we've worked so hard to achieve and continue another international assignment, which is what we decided to do that we felt the, the growth in where we're at now, which is France. For me, I've been living internationally now. So now I'm living internationally now and learning a new language and trying to navigate that space. And Natalia is learning something new in her space as well. So our growth, which is our shared vision has kind of helped us uh, stay together in this time and feel uh, another a new sense of purpose. Um, so what I heard you saying there is that in the current assignment is allowing growth, it's allowing you to stay together. These are your kind of values that you've got um, as, a, as a couple and as a family. If I can take you back. So I had a question for you about that, that period of time, uh, which was, I suppose, for, you know, for, for anybody to learn that is con considering how can we possibly make this work? And what I heard in what you were saying with this idea of how do we collaborate with each other on this rather than compromise. I'm sure there, there, were, there were compromises in, in certain ways, but from your career perspectives, you collaborated and, and you made it work. So what had to be in place in your lives to allow that to happen? What kind of support did you put in place? Yeah, I think to be honest, the collaboration came with, with time, but it was, it was the fact that we weren't able to pick one, that we picked, that we said yes to both. That I think for us, it felt, you know, in that chance was said, okay, we'll say yes to both until we figure it out. And, and it was like this arm wrestle between your career versus my career. And we got to a point where we said, okay, hang on, we, we, need, we need some type of help and guidance. Who has done this before? 
how, you know, on what, what kind of help can we get? And I remember we talked about it. We said, what well, is it? We don't really need marriage counseling. You know, our, our marriage is, is, is good. What we need is help making these decisions together. Um, so we're looking for coaching. Um, but it wasn't an individual coach that we wanted. We wanted to have a coach that allowed us to basically explore these opportunities as a couple and, and have, you know, a coaching session together, but not a marriage counseling because we were really focusing on is how do we make decisions going forward? So um, we're really, um, yeah, very looking for that. And so um, we, we spoke to you, we spoke to a friend and said, uh, is this something, do you know somebody? Is this somewhere where we could get, get some help um and and luckily we were able to find that you know and, and it wasn't something we saw on the market you know happening all over the place I think it's, it's something that's sort of a niche but so so helpful to be able to have someone to talk through that actually addresses that with both of you mm. yeah and it's something that also is it's becoming less and less niche as more young families have dual careers yeah. at this point where my career was quote taking off in some form or fashion in Australia, I was struggling with the thought of, well, are we going to have to choose my career versus your career? And, you know, I felt like there was this ebb and flow in a family where there's a point in time where maybe my career is doing better. So you support me. And then there's times where her career is doing better and I support her. And I'm not sure that that, is a prescribed that actually happens with every single scenario. There's times where both people have great opportunities. And this is where we needed an objective coach to walk us through it and not just say, okay, let's not analyze the positions and what, what makes one person's career stronger. Let's look at how do you as a family create, you know, family values that no matter where you go in life, no matter what career option it is, you can look at it objectively as a family. And that really changed our perspective of rather than looking at a career opportunity and where that takes our careers, it's, well, okay, what is the most important thing for our family? And how do these job choices put us in that family, um, family vision? You may have been able to hear there that Natalia and Jeremy and my conversation um, was split because their children were waking up from their nap. Um, and we felt that that was a really good place to draw the conclusion about shared um, vision. So just to recap what we heard there, we spoke about how the kind of international careers started off together and how they really felt the difference when they didn't have a shared vision, when one of them was perhaps slightly um, ahead in terms of what they wanted in life, where they saw themselves going and what they did to get themselves on track together and the, I suppose how life pointed them in the right direction and what they learned through that. Um, we also shared about the questions that you might ask yourself when you're in a new place in terms of recognising that you don't have the social network there and um, they were sort of saying, you know, what are we here for? What are we going to learn? What can we contribute? Um, what will we take from this particular assignment? And that's something they do in each location that they're in. Um, they spoke about reaching out when actually they were quite overwhelmed by the decision and working with a coach um, together. And, and in that case, it was actually how do we base our decisions on our family values, which may not be the same for everyone. 
Um, but in, in that case, that, that was kind of the most important thing that came through um, and has continued to be consistently over the years. Um, so those are just some of the questions um, about that came up as we spoke about shared vision um, and really what it takes away from me is the importance of being able to find that time to discuss with your partner um, to work out actually what your shared vision is and how that can grow over the time. Thank you so much for being here for this episode of the International Career Couples podcast. We'll pick up in the next episode with Natalia and Jeremy again as we discuss how their most recent recent, um, assignment has been for them.